Hi, I'm Quentin D'Souza, and you're listening to Get Real Wealthy. Create wealth, freedom, and security through real estate investing. Make sure to check out GetRealWealthy.com. In this episode, this member immigrated to Canada 10 years ago and is looking to get back into real estate investing. He's working on a triplex in New Brunswick and also looking at properties in other provinces because of the cash flow potential. We cover how cash flow will help you hold on to a property, but it will not make you wealthy. Have a listen. So uh, I wanted to take this opportunity to uh, just to get uh, a little bit of background about yourself um, and uh, just maybe like a minute or two on um, your real estate journey to this point. Sure, sure. Well, thanks for the call. It's, uh, I was really pleased to see you know, that you wanted to book it. Um, so my background, I, I emigrated to Canada about 10 years ago. Uh, just before I did, I bought a flat in the UK uh, that I've been renting out like ever since, uh, 10 years now. Um, it's been positively cash flowing, but only just. Um, I I then moved away from real estate because I, I wasn't sure how long I was going to stay in Canada. And also I, I thought I needed um, quite a bit of money, um, which I didn't have at the time. Um, I think five years later, bought principal residence. I live in Mississauga. Um, and then a few years later, uh, I'm now in a pretty good job, pretty well paid. Um, and I did do... Uh, I did do private lending once and it went terribly and we lost quite a bit of money. Um, so I kind of moved away from real estate for a bit, um, just went into like um, just ETF stocks, pretty safe stuff that's very, very low effort. Um, but uh, I was kind of like keeping an arrow out for um, different investing opportunities. And uh, I can't remember where it was, but someone just turned me back towards real estate and started seeing um, that they're pretty good returns in that um and uh, i'm pretty stable as well um there is there is risk out there obviously um but uh, not nearly as risky as some of the other things i was looking at um so now i'm considering uh taking like all the money that i had against etfs and stocks and putting that into real estate for the for the better returns um so i, I joined um, another mentoring group mm-hmm. um and uh actually just put in an offer on um friday for a triplex in new brunswick um that i think i think they've accepted it it's kind of weird how they 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 just uh they co-signed the document to set just to move the dates forward a bit because the dates had lapsed so i think that means essentially they, they're going to sign it like um later on today um because it's only last night they they changed that to those dates um so effectively uh, offer accepted on a triplex in new brunswick um uh, but yeah, I'm just looking to to round out my knowledge, um, get better familiarity with um, with doing the due diligence process, and uh, I guess grow a bit of my network as well um, to have those resources. Should I have the weird questions? <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that um, that we have is the Q and A calls twice a month. So that's a good opportunity for you to ask any weird questions that come up. Um, it sounds like you've focused on New Brunswick as uh, as the uh, area that you're going to be investing in, right? So, um, yeah. have you looked at other places in Ontario? Why did you decide on New Brunswick? The is the tenant rules mainly um, that pushed me away. So, tenant rules and also the uh, the cash flow was better. 
um, in New Brunswick and uh, Edmonton, like Alberta was another area that I was looking at. Um, okay. Where yeah, just the, yeah, the, the, the tenant board is a, a lot more in favor of the landlord um, should things go wrong. Yeah, area. I agree with that. that but the, I, I guess the thing is making sure that you do your due diligence on the tenant, right? 95, 96% of tenants are fine. It's, yeah. the, you know, three or 4% that um, are problematic that you need to watch out for. And that goes for anywhere. It doesn't matter whether it's New Brunswick, Alberta or Ontario, it could, it can mess you up. Um, with regards to uh, New Brunswick, I know the purchase prices are a lot lower as well. Is is one of the reasons why you decided out there uh, purchase price? Yeah, yeah, purchase price, and um, also I just uh, I, I'm looking to get you know out of my nine to five sooner, build up that passive cash flow, um, and it just seemed like the I mean, certainly within the GTA where I live, the the cap rates are really low around here. Mm -hmm. um, so I just started looking more and more afield. Okay. Um, so yeah, low purchase prices and better cap rates. Yeah, I mean, the, the type of thing that you can look for, it doesn't necessarily have to be uh, as far out. Have you, um, what's the cash flow going to be on that New Brunswick property? It's a 7.2 cap rate, um, which comes to its, you know what, I can show you. Um, it's, my it's okay. I, I, um, if, the, if your cap rate is 7.2, what's your interest rate on your debt? Uh, 2%. Yeah. So the spread is about 5%, right? So you're getting a good cash on cash yield. Um, one of the challenges that you'll find over time, uh, now the Maritimes over the last couple of years because you've had so many Ontario investors investing out in the East Coast, seeing a boost in appreciation in that market. But typically, it's not as uh, exciting as it has been over the last you know year and a half in, in the East Coast. And you got to keep that in mind, you're buying for cash flow. That's, that's the reason why you're buying there. So just keep that yeah. in mind. I, I want to tell yeah, you, absolutely. I want to just tell you something based on my experience. Cash flow is not going to make you rich. Uh, it will help you to hold on to an asset, but it will not make you rich. You need to make sure that you're also getting some appreciation, like what you're getting on your principal residence, for example. You bought it right. when? When did you buy it? Uh, five years ago. Okay, what did you yeah, buy it? It's for? done great. It's yeah. gone up, like um, I think, from 700 to about 900, 900 something. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you see, and and that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like cash flow is great for being able to hold on to the asset as if it keeps going up, that's great to refinance, pull your funds out. And as long as the cash flow is still there, it makes sense. Right. So one of the things you might want to yeah. start looking at as well as other markets around Ontario that makes sense that are in a good positive cash flow market. So Kingston or Peterborough might be a good example of markets that, that kind of make sense depending on the type of strategy you choose and the asset that you choose. So that's something you can look at. Um, you still can find duplexes that cash flow positive in, in east of Toronto, so like the Durham region, but you, you have to work a lot harder to find them. Um, and yeah. there are other areas like St. Catharines like that, that are um, 
provide appreciation and cash flow. That's the key that that will help you to be able to leave your nine to five sooner is being able to have both. Um, you can just have cash flow, mm-hmm. and it, it works when when um, everything else works. But um, just just keep that in mind, okay? Um, the other thing yeah, is a lot of yeah. needs a lot of energy, a lot of money, kind of being pumped into it to to get that asset. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And and that that can be a, a bit of a, a challenge too. So it depends on the like funding that you have and then the um, um you know the financing that you're capable of doing. So one of the things that I, I suggest you start off with is your the there is a course in there called the first three properties of, of real estate. Uh, your first million in real estate, make sure you go through that course. It helps you to choose areas that make the most sense. And then from then going forward, um, make sure that you start to find properties that make sense according to the that criteria. Um, so that, that should be okay. Yeah. So I think those are some of the things that you want to keep in mind when you're, when you're looking at a property. Um, and um, is there a cap on the financing? Is there a reason why you, you went out like uh, East uh, financing wise? No, not for financing. No. Okay. Yeah. No, it just seemed, um, it, yeah, just, just about um, better, better cap rates and, uh, and the, the regulations. Yeah. Like regulations wise, I, I definitely see that there's always a reason why you have higher cap rates because usually there's yeah, another, it's the risk. It's risk, right? Cap rate is based on the asset price, the asset location and uh, interest rate. Those are the three um, components that make up a cap rate. And um, if you get a higher cap rate, you get, uh, that's because there's a much higher risk associated with it. That's why, you know, you're saying in Toronto or Mississauga, you're looking at a sub 2% cap rate, which doesn't make a lot of sense. But when you're, when you're looking at it, you, what you would want to do is compare the debt that you're getting against the asset versus the cap rate. Um, not a lot of people do that. Usually you do that in apartment buildings, not necessarily in one to four unit properties. In one to four unit properties, you're, you're looking at cash flow. But what I would, one of the things I'm going to give you some homework. I usually don't give homework, but I'm giving you homework. I want you to go back to this street that you purchased your triplex on, talk to a realtor in the area, get the last 10 years of appreciation on that asset. On 10 this years. Yeah. yeah, on the property that you purchased, okay, go to the street, on the street, look for similar types of assets, so triplexes, ask for the last 10 years of triplexes sold on that street or, you know, a couple streets in that area for the last 10 years, okay? When you do that, you'll get an appreciation, an average appreciation rate over the last 10 years. Have you, have you ever done this before? No. Okay, so this is homework. Do it because you'll have a better sense of what you're looking at appreciation-wise on that on that particular asset. And next time you buy an asset, try to do the same. You should have an idea of what the... Now, past performance is always not an indication of what future will be. This year and year and a half is an aberration from the average because you have so many people moving out uh, of Ontario looking for more assets, Right. But I, I think the, the thing that you do want to keep in mind is that you need to have cash flow and appreciation. Um, cash flow will keep give you the asset. It will also help you to leave your nine to five, but appreciation will make you wealthy. 
and you want to be able to have both, yeah. <laughs> right? So keep that in mind. You can do both. Don't let anybody tell you you can't. You have to choose. I don't believe in that. I believe that you can be able to do both. You just have to work harder to do that but you can do it. Um, the way to, to be able to, to start to look at this is um, when you get onto the Q&A calls, make sure you ask people where they're investing, what their cash flow numbers are, and you know just to get some... Sorry, sorry I cut out. Oh. Sorry, you said uh, make sure to ask people? Uh, ask people what their cash flow numbers are like. Ask them where they're buying their properties. Okay. what their cash flow is. All of those things will be helpful to you. And then that, especially on the Q&A calls, all right? That's, that's really going to help you um, do what you need to do and um, get an asset that makes the most sense. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Any other, well, any questions that I can address? No, or, fresh yeah. Um, well, I, I keep on hearing a lot about multifamily and uh, how well that scales. Um, but uh, it seems like you kind of uh, sacrifice a bit of a, like the ideal tenant profile if you if you're going that route. What's uh, what would your your opinion or advice be for, for myself just starting out? Hmm. Well, you're not just starting out because you have a triplex, so <laughs> you're better than yeah. 97% of the Canadian population. Um, the the uh, key is if you are going to scale, just make sure that the um, that you include all your maintenance, repair, vacancy, and property management into your calculations, okay? Right. And also um, make sure that it's cash flow positive. Um, it will take a little bit of time, depending on where you're investing. Where are you thinking, um, East Coast or in Ontario for multifamily? Um, Alberta, maybe Saskatoon, like Alberta, Saskatchewan. Uh, you know what? I one thing, if you're going to do that, I would suggest um, there's some new build fourplexes out in uh, Edmonton that uh, might be, you know, a, a, an opportunity. I I think that that might be a, a um, uh, an interesting way to do it. And um, if you bought two um, new build fourplexes side by side, and they the titles merge, you might actually be able to get commercial financing on the property, right? Because right. it would actually be eight units instead of four units. And it's a new build. So there's some benefits to that, right? So um, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put you in touch with, uh, um, I'll put you in touch with uh, somebody that I think can help you with the, the new builds. You, so you've already looked over at new builds in, in Alberta? Yeah, yeah, but, but not fourplexes. I was looking at... Um uh like up down splits and um yeah just single family and single family with suites in the basement oh okay yeah so like what i would suggest is try to look at getting two together and then get commercial financing right like mm -hmm. a cmhc financing on a new build like that would be pretty awesome you probably yeah. get like 85 percent you know loan to value commercial rates cmhc financing which would be sub two percent like um, maybe a, even a 30-year amortization because it's commercial and brand new. As long as the rents and the cap rates make sense, it would, would work out quite well. So that's something to, to keep in mind and consider. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you could recommend uh, someone for that, that'd be good. Okay. I'll, I'll connect you out. Uh, it was nice talking to you. Any, any yeah, other, you too. Any other uh, um, questions?
Well, a ton, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> just make sure that you, you bring them to the Q and A call. That's all. Yeah, for sure. And sign up. Make sure you sign up for them. All right. Take care. Yeah, you too. Okay. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to my conversation with our member. I hope you got some valuable information out of it. If you would like to create wealth, freedom, and security through real estate investing, make sure to check out GetRealWealthy.com. Until next time, I'm Quinton D'Souza. Get out there and take action. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for information purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to GetRealWealthy.com.